That's a pretty intense video. Whew. Holy cow. How many heard those lies before? Any sinners in the house today? Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. I want to start off with a story. Before I do, I want to welcome our campuses. I want to welcome everybody watching online as we're streaming. We're so glad that you've taken time today to watch, to be a part of Momentum Church. And then I'm going to tell the 9 o'clock a secret. Is that okay? Okay. I guess they'll find out, though. I'm here at 9, but I'm leaving right after this. I'm driving to Navarre, and I'm going to speak live over there. I'm excited about that. I'm really excited. That only happened once, and it was by accident. It wasn't by purpose. Our very first time, the video wasn't working, and so I was up, and I got to speak. But that, that means 11 o'clock, I want to welcome you. So it's kind of like back to the future. I'm in 9, but I'm actually in 11. So 11 o'clock, we are so glad that you came today to Momentum Church. So 9 o'clock, put your hands together. Let's give it up. From Momentum Church and Gulf Breeze at the 9 o'clock double Sunday. We are so glad that you guys are here. Are you having a good week? All right, men, can I speak to you real quick? If I'm not mistaken, Valentine's Day is around the corner. So go ahead and get out your phones and set yourself a little reminder. You know, and then they got two alerts on there, right? Like, why'd they have to do that? I think they did that for us. They did that for us. So so you got one reminder, one alarm. You got another one. You do not want to miss that. And I'll tell you something that I I had a thought today. Maybe maybe you've had this thought. You've done this for a long time. Um, Maybe you want to uh, use this thought. I'm not sure. But today I I was uh, was in the shower. You ever have good thoughts in the shower, like great thoughts just come sometimes in the shower, right? I I don't know, the hot water or something, but... um, All of a sudden, I had this thought, and the thought was, you know, I've done stuff for Riley before on Valentine's Day, but um, I'm doing something extra special. And every Valentine's Day, I mean, Riley's good night. She's she's six, almost seven. Every Valentine's Day, that's her and Mama are the two women in my life. So her and Steph are the two women in my life that I'm going to make sure that I go above and beyond to let them know. They are my valentine. So fathers, you have some daughters? Maybe, maybe start a new tradition this week. And maybe that tradition is that you, you do something really awesome for your daughter too. Never too late to start, right? Unless you're dead. That's too late. So I'm not sure what I was expecting there. But I was just, just stating a fact. <laughs> There's no humor. It was, it's just a fact. You guys are in for a treat today because I had a little caffeine this morning. Normally, normally I speak to you on an empty stomach or I, like, I eat a banana and some water. But I've had some hot chocolate today. So uh, we're going to see how this goes. Got a little caffeine running in the blood. Uh, I'm excited. So um, I, I want to tell this story. It's a true story. And, and I apologize. But I only get to tell a part of this story. Um, but... But I'll never forget, my wife and I, we got married April 10th, 1999. 1999, we got married. It was a special day. You know how it happens. You get married. You see her walking down the aisle. Ooh, la, la. What do you say when you see something pretty? Holy cow. And I remember her walking down and thinking, oh, my goodness, God, she is so beautiful. She is, she's mine. 
wow, and she's walking down. I remember her dad, and I remember the whole wedding scenario. And how many know it didn't take too long from the wedding to the first fight? Are you like us? It was a month and a half later, and we had our first big shindig. I mean, it was a big deal. It was an all-out TKO, no-holds-barred, octagon, UFC. I mean, it was heavyweight, baby. We were moving from, from uh, right outside Nashville, Tennessee, to Pensacola, Florida. And I look back now, man. She was 20. I was 23. We were, we were not that smart, but for some reason, we had set it up where we would speak on the Sunday at, at my dad's church where we were. And then we would, we would, you know, go with the family that afternoon, one last lunch and everything. And, and then, if I'm not mistaken, we even did a little loading, I think, in the U-Haul. And then, then we drove all night. It was Memorial Day. We were coming to Pensacola. And we drove all night. Somewhere around 2 a.m., was our first fight. You don't want to hear about it, do you? Oh, somewhere around 2 a.m., I was sleeping. That means I wasn't driving. And I was sleeping. I had my pillow, and I had the blanket, and oh, man, I was just curled up, and I was sleeping. And, and I got this thing. It's just a thing. It is a thing, and, and, and it's, it's not a fun thing, but it's been a thing for a long time. Because of our car accident when I was a little kid, I will sleep in the car and then I will, like, wake up. It's like what some of you do on an airplane. You jerk. <laughs> you know, you do that, and everyone's looking at you like, you should go back to sleep. I, I'll sleep, I'll lay down, and then all of a sudden, for some crazy reason, I'm thinking we're in the middle of a car accident. And I wake up, and I, ah! and I scare everybody. And uh, this time, that's kind of what happened. I remember I dozed off, and, and I look around, and the heart's beating real fast. And I look around, and we are actually headed. The, the lane we were in was closing. And, and they had these big orange and white barrels. And the barrels were going like this. Then they started going like this. Then there were the cement blocks, the wall. You know what I'm talking about? So my beautiful bride is driving She's driving a U-Haul. We're pulling a Saturn. You remember those? We're pulling a Saturn. Had a spoiler on it. We were cool. We were going down I-65 at 2 a.m. in the morning. I was sleeping. I awoke. I, I, ah, I did this. And then I really went, ah, because we were, we were getting ready to run into one of those walls. There was a semi on this side. There was no shoulder. There was a semi Concrete, semi, you with me, right? Semi and concrete. And I wake up and I look at her. It's 2 a.m. And Stephanie's like this. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're going to kill us. Everybody's screaming. And so I, I, I said, baby, last night, <laughs> you know, you still fight about things that happened 20 years ago. <laughs> Y'all know that, right? It is that's, why, that's why scripture says, forgetting the things which are behind. Have you ever done that? Bad idea to bring up an old boyfriend, old girlfriend. Don't, you know, we're bringing up this, uh, this trip. And I said, baby, tell me how you remember it. Because I, I don't, I'm not, you're, I don't want to throw you under the bus. I don't want to exaggerate. I, tell me how you remember it. And she was telling me how she remembered it. I was like, that's not how I remember it at all. 
She said, I was driving and I knew that I knew that we were running out of space, but I looked over and there was a semi and there was nothing I could do. And you know, I'm like, well, you could have hit the brakes. <laughs> I mean, we were accelerating. I mean, come on, come on, help me a little bit here. But we were moving forward fast. We're moving forward fast. And I remember the thought being something like this. After that whole thing happened, and, 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 and then we had a huge fight. We were screaming at each other. It's 2 a.m. We're now wide awake. We're not going to sleep the rest of the trip. We are wide awake. We're yelling at each other, and, and, and we pull over at a gas station, and I'm just going to tell this really happened. It's horrible. I just confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. Um, 1999, we pulled over and she's like, I want out of this car. And so I pull over the car. I'm like, get out. So she gets out. We're at a gas station and I sneak the U-Haul and the Saturn around the other side of the gas station. (laughs) And so 20 minutes later, she comes out, she's cooled off, and I'm not around. But I am, but I'm not. It wasn't a good idea. I was like, you know. she didn't flip me off that I know of, but, but she probably could have. She, oh man, then it was like round two. Ding! It was bad. It was so bad. That was our first fight. I wish I could say it was our last fight, but that, that was real bad. It was real bad. Have you ever had a fight like that? But let me ask you this question. Have you ever experienced something like that? Maybe it wasn't in a vehicle, but you're watching someone that you care about, and you're watching them go forward fast. And you're thinking to yourself, when it all falls apart, You're thinking to yourself, didn't you see that coming? Like, really? Like, didn't you see that coming? Like, you've been flirting with other people and you're married. You've been flirting for years. Didn't you see that coming? Like, by the way, sex series, I hope all the kids are out of here. If not, now is your time. All right, been saying this for a couple weeks, but if you are a first-time guest, we're, we're going to launch today into fatal attraction, and, and I'm going to talk about some stuff you might not want Mikey or Johnny or Susie to hear. So we have kids' environments that are amazing. We have team in the back of hosts. They'll be more than happy to take y'all. So if please, I, I don't want to embarrass anyone, but don't get mad at me. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now. We're, we're going to jump into it because here's the thing. As a pastor, here's what I know. As a pastor, I talk to people and have talked to people and I've talked to a lot of people. And oftentimes they come to me when it's too late. Oftentimes they, they, they come to me when it's like Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty, dumpy, back together again. They, they could, it's too late. You know, being a pastor, one of the hardest things is when people come to me and it's too late. And they were moving forward really fast. 
And they ignored the orange and the white. They ignored. They thought, well, that, that's okay. You know what I'm talking about because we've seen this before. And it probably is one of your pet peeves when the lane is closing. You ever been here? Lane is closing. There's a wreck on the interstate. You're driving, and they shut down this lane. And so everyone starts to merge left because the right lanes can be closed. And then you have people that sneak by on the shoulder or in that lane, and they're going all the way up to the front. Like we lived in Atlanta. This happened all the time. If people drive past everyone, there were three exits gridlocked. Three lanes, rather, for one exit, gridlocked. And then people will be all the way over in the left lane. They're passing everybody. woo Yeah. And then they think they're going to merge over six lanes right before the exit. You know what I'm talking about? And yet as a pastor, I've seen that happen so many times. And then they get there, and the, the turn signal's on, and it's too late. No one's letting them in. Their opportunity passed. And I've watched people who've done that get angry and upset. And in Atlanta, there's an Atlanta wave. Just includes one finger. And they wave. And they do all this kind of stuff. Maybe you've seen it too. And, and they, they, they are upset because they can't go the way they need to go now. Or people pass. They're trying to sneak in at the last minute. And sometimes you, you can you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like sometimes the, the spouse at the house is a little bit different game than cat and mouse over here. And, 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 and you don't want the spouse to know. In fact, you're doing a great job. Spouse has no idea. And our culture celebrates this stuff. And, and I'm not, I am not um, against culture as far as like culture goes but i want to tell you something just because it's culture doesn't mean it's right i mean all we got to do is pick up a magazine i picked this one up today people magazine he is finally happy but they printed that for the accident transitioning from male to female bruce jenner a secret struggle and life-changing decision and how his family is supporting him and i'm not here to say anything against this guy. I, I just want to tell you, man, our culture loves stuff like this. And, and then they, they love stuff like uh, exclusive photos from the sequel because Magic Mike is back. And some of you saw Magic Mike. Some of you already got Magic Mike, the sequel on your calendar. <laughs> Another movie coming out this week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, you know about this. You dirty people, you. I watched the trailer. I debated showing the trailer here at church. In fact, look at the screen. Oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> Some of you would help your marriages. We'll talk about that another week. You don't want to miss a week of this. But our culture, our culture screams sex. Our culture screams it. It's everywhere. And we live in such a society that everywhere we turn. I mean, here's the truth, guys. Here's the truth. It's not that you hate God. It's just that Satan hates you. Write that thing down. Tweet that right there. It's tweetable. It's not that you hate God. It's that Satan hates you. 
And Satan walks around thinking, planning how he can destroy your life. If he can't take you to hell, Satan wants to give you hell. If you are redeemed, if you're a child of the king, you know what I mean? If if you belong to Jesus, Satan knows he's already lost the war. Yeah, that's clap material right there. Thank you, mom. I love you, whoever that was. But I want to tell you something. Listen, we, we can't forget that he's going to throw us a battle. He's not going to give up till you're dead. He's going to come at you every day, every chance, every way. And our cell phones right here. I mean, we live in a society where, where, where you can text and sext right here. You can sexting. You can right here on your phone. In fact, you can go to Safari. You can pull up the Internet and you can look at porn all day long on your phone. You can have computers and, and know how to set it up so your spouse doesn't see what you've been looking at because you've been private browsing. Or not know about your affair because Ashley Madison has you covered and, and you're part of the millions of people that have already taken the challenge and the guarantee that you will find what you're looking for. We'll give you a secret affair. Now, I want to get into this series, and today's just a teaser. Today is a teaser because I want to tell you something. Sex is one of Satan's favorite powerful weapons in our culture today and what's crazy is god made sex satan didn't make it satan didn't create it satan didn't have anything to do with it you you see what i'm saying satan is zero business partner god created it everything about it that's pretty awesome when you think about it i mean he didn't have to do that i mean god made dinosaurs that's cool and god made sex That's really cool. Thank you, God. He could have just stopped at the dinosaurs. Would it be bad to say he made dinosaurs? But but he did. He did. He, he, He made it all. The butterflies and the bees. How many dads have already had to have that talk? Would you raise your hands real quick? I'll be talking to you shortly. How many it was awkward? Okay, that's everybody else just lying. They're lying. They're like, son, we just just uh, let's just need to talk. You know, I talked to so many dads that had that talk, man. I I want to tell you something. Our our society puts it everywhere. You can go to the mall, man, and Victoria, she ain't got no secrets. I mean Victoria like she's like bearing it all. Like a 20-foot poster. I mean, you'd be walking with Jesus and walk right by Victoria's Secrets. I'm not against Victoria's Secrets. Trust me. I believe in Victoria's Secrets. We are in debt because of it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. But we're happy. We're happy. That's all that matters. Sorry, Dave Ramsey. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. We're not in debt. But I don't need to be just hanging out 
and Victoria's Secrets. You know, I go in there sometimes with my wife, and when I go in there with my wife, man, it's like, I'm looking at my wife, because there's pictures everywhere else, and I'm a guy, I'm like actually attracted to look at stuff like that, and I love Jesus, and I love my wife, and there's something inside of me that still wants to look at stuff. But David said, I'm going to set no wicked thing before mine eyes. Because if you're a guy and you can look at a naked woman and not lust, something's wrong. And so the times that I do go, and I'd say it like this, I don't go in there without her. Don't go in there without her. When we do go, normally I'm with the kids, actually. Normally I'm with them. We're riding the little, you know, 25 cents, 50 cents, what is it now, $5 machines, you know. And the candy that takes your money. Try it again. Give me some more, Daddy. It's not coming. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. It's there. It's on TV. Man, I mean, all you got to do is get cable, and it's right there. You, 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 can, you can stay awake at some crazy hours of the night because you can't sleep, and maybe, maybe you're human and sometimes struggle like that, and you can turn something on. It doesn't even have to be at 2 a.m. You can turn something on during family time, during prime time, and, and there are shows, right? There's no secret, but there are shows right now that, man, if you're not careful, what Satan does is he will let us look, and instead of live, like we just talked about, he... His game plan is for us to look and laugh. Because when I laugh about it, I get desensitized to it. You know how you cook a frog? Slow. I never had frog legs, but some people have. And what I'm told is they'll take those frogs or crabs sometimes, and they'll put them in there, and they'll just cook them slow. Crabs, we, we do it. We get that water. Boiling, there it is, right? Lobsters, how many like crab meat? Like lobsters, isn't it good? Oh, man. Those frogs, what they do is they'll put it in there, and they'll slowly turn the temperature up, and what will happen is that frog doesn't even know it's being cooked. That's exactly the strategy of Satan, is to put it around us so much so that now we're not, we're not, being careful. In other words, there's no guardrails. And we wonder why so many people wreck. Because they're going fast. They're going too fast. They're going forward. I want to tell you, and I, I'm going to close, believe it or not. We're going to share a verse. We're going to close here. But this series, Fatal Attraction, who is this for? Because we're introducing a talk, a discussion that's going to go on for seven more weeks. So let me just tell you who this is for. Number one, man, this, if you're a teenager here today, this is for you. I'd even say, Mom and Dad, this is your discretion. And, and, man, we honor what Mom and Dad wants to do, right? But I'd even say, like, middle school. Like, parents, listen, I want to tell you something. I was a student pastor for a long time. And there were sixth graders that knew as much about sex as Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad didn't think they knew any of it. They knew all of it. They not only knew all of it, they were doing all of it. All of it. Stuff mommy and daddy hadn't done. Trust me. So maybe this is a good time during this series for the Spirit of God to lead some of you to have discussions, to begin conversations with our young people, because our young people are facing today what we never, ever faced. I didn't have a beeper when I was in high school. 
That just dated us way back. And they got cell phones now in like K5. Siri, hope you have a great day at K5. Right? I mean, we have little kids, little kids with cell phones. How many know what I'm talking about? Right? And, and, and in some ways, maybe not a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Keep, keep your kids safe, you know. But I, I want to tell you this. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You're not home, mom and dad. You're working. It's, it's available. It's, it's right there. And if you're a teenager, this is for you. If you're dating or want to date or wish you could date. It's been a long time. You wish you could date. This series is for you. If you are engaged, this is for you. If, if, if you're married, this is for you. If you're married and happy, this is for you. If you're married and not happy, this is for you. If you're married and cheating, this is for you. If you're cheating not yet married, this is for you. If you struggle with porn and you're a woman, this is for you. If you struggle with porn and you're a guy, if you watch porn together in your bedroom thinking that's going to take your sex life to a whole nother level, this series is for you. If you're a wife and you are ticked off because you keep walking in and catching your husband or vice versa, this series is for you. If you're young, it's for you. If you're old, it's for you. If you're breathing, it's, it's for you. If you have a good marriage, but somebody else has captured, captivated, arrested your attention, and you're beginning the early stages of flirting, thinking, daydreaming. If you're here and you're in a full-fledged emotional affair, and you haven't, you haven't had sex yet, but you wish you could today. This series is for you. If you're here and, and you are this close, like you talk to her on the phone. I mean, you, you're watching, you're sending each other pictures on the phone. Not even pictures, man. You got FaceTime. I mean, we can, we can right there. I, I just, I'm going to go this far. If you are so caught up in it that you think there's no way out of it, this series is for you. Man, we're going to talk about porn. Is it a problem? Or is it a party? We're going to talk about it. We're going to watch some stories. We're going to hear some stories. We're going to learn some things together. We're not just going to talk about porn in this series. We're going to talk about adultery. What is adultery? What is adultery? We're going to talk about emotional adultery. You know how many people actually in their lifetime have an emotional affair? Maybe you don't even know what that is, but you're already sucked in. There are steps on how to have an affair. We're going to talk about it in this series. And once you cross the line, there, there is a line. I'm not taking, talking about clothes coming offline. There's a line before that line. But once you cross that line, you will cross the other line, guaranteed, 100%. Might be in 24 hours. Might be in 10 years. Might be 15 years later, reconnecting on Facebook. Not trying to 
call out Facebook, it's, it's just like a gun. That gun doesn't shoot anybody. It's what's in the person's heart. Right? Facebook's not wrong, but what's in your heart? A lot of people that have reconnected secretly. This series is for you. If you think you're on top of the world, you got the separate P.O. box, you got another credit card your spouse doesn't know about, another email account, you're living a double life. I'm telling you, you are going fast and you're going forward. You're going too fast. What's going to happen is you're going to wreck. And, and what happens is the same thing that happens when we speed. We think we won't get caught. Same thing that happens to a deer when a deer walks out on a plot. Merry Christmas! Same thing that happens every single hour all over this world when you and I, if we're not looking to Jesus, when we're lured into, lured into sin and Satan says, I've waited so long for this. Gotcha. And it's too late. One verse. Would you actually two verses? I want to put in your mind. Number one, we bring the first verse to the screen. Proverbs 14, 12. Both of these are in Proverbs. There is a way. Someone say way. There is a way that appears to be. And what's the next word? Right. So there is a way that appears. It appears to be right. But in the end, it leads to turn to the person beside you and say, there's a way that seems right. Now tell that same person, but it ends in death. Hey, listen, write this down, would you? Write this down. This is your one thought, one point, real simple today. Just because it appears good doesn't mean it ends good. Just because it appears good doesn't mean it ends good. And then here's a memory verse for you this week, and we're through. Proverbs 4.23. What's the first word? Guard. Have you ever guarded something? Some of you have a guard dog. Some of you growing up, you guarded your purity. Because who wants a piece of chewed gum? I mean, you didn't want to sleep. You, you don't want your husband to sleep with 21 guys. I mean, just take tape and put it around somebody's arm 21 times or 21 arms. It's not the same piece of tape, is it? It's not the same. And so you guarded your purity. You said, you know what? I'm going to guard this. For some of you, you struggle to guard your mouth. For some of you, you need to learn. We need to learn to guard our tongue, guard our mouth. But notice what this verse says. Guard your above all. Somebody say all. All else. For it determines the course of your life. Would you say that verse with me? Let's memorize this verse. David told us the secret. He said, man, how can we keep from sinning and messing up? By listening and believing to God's truth. That's how you keep from messing up. By listening and believing truth. By renewing your mind with truth. 
So you can be on the computer and the enemy can say she won't know. And then truth. You can either keep truth down and suppress it or you can go to truth and say, you know what? No, I belong to Jesus. I'm not going to set any wicked thing before my eyes. My wife, my husband, my fiance, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my one day boyfriend or girlfriend deserves better. Because we all know this truth. And, and, and I watched a series of Andy Stanley drove this home. But he said, your today will one day be your past that will be present in your future. Your today will one day be your past that will be present in your future. Some of you know exactly what I'm talking about because your past keeps harassing you. So I want to pray for us as we enter into this series, Fatal Attraction, because just because it appears good doesn't mean it is good. I mean, we watched fairy tales growing up as kids. Snow White. We heard about Adam and Eve. Not a fairy tale, a truth. You and I, we've done the same thing. So we're going to talk about lies that the enemy wants you to believe. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I want to pray for us. I want to pray for you that you'll memorize this verse, Proverbs 4, 23. And and that you'll not only memorize it, but that every one of us will learn what it means to guard our hearts. For out of it are the issues of life. God, I just ask you that as we enter this series, Fatal Attraction, that you would help us to be awakened to the truth that the enemy has all kinds of weapons lust temptation sex outside of marriage sex with someone else in marriage all kinds of traps that he's waiting to capture us to hurt us In fact, God, you tell us that that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Still kill and destroy. He's not thinking happy thoughts towards us today. And God, you gave us your truth. You gave us your word. Because you want to protect us from the lies of the enemy, God. I pray that you'd help us to choose wisdom over the lies. I pray for people today that have crossed so many lines that they would come clean. That they would realize that you still love them. And even through it all, you've never stopped. God, you can heal every person. You can forgive every sin. And the truth is, none of us, none of us are an exception to the trials and the temptations and the troubles that Satan wants to bring our way. So that is why we pray, even today, teach us to guard our hearts. 
We pray it in Jesus' name with heads bowed and eyes closed.